This is a headgum podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. Please keep in mind that we're not and never claim to be doctors. No, just a couple of dumbbells who might have a cold. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I do, but it sounded okay. like it. Yeah. Uh, who love ourselves some fitness and want to help you with yours. Uh, and the help can start right now. I'm cold free. I, I just had some uh, vocal challenges. Nice. Still you, a little bit. No, no, no. You got it. You're so, back. Right. Can we fix this in post? Uh, never. All right. Can we compress mine down a little in post? Probably not. Sweeten it up. Somebody can try it. All right. After it's released <laughs> on their own. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we welcome our guest to the weight room? As we always do, right at the fucking tippy top. Right at the top. We don't amble on and on without nope. the guests. We I mean, the we're guests doing involved. it now for we're a second, but like this is the last of the banter. Because, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the weight room, Billy Scafuri. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I also host a podcast, and I know how hard it is to segue into the guest yeah. and like, right. make that a natural moment. That's why we try to. Well done. We try to get him right at the top. Well done. Like a, yep. like a good car accident. <laughs> like a good car accident. Yeah. Just uh, it's it's it was ugly. It's over. Everybody survived. Everybody survived. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Are That's a okay? good way of describing every podcast experience. <laughs> a good car accident. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some messes along the way, but we all walked out okay. Yeah. Uh, but like, s- but speaking of podcasts, real quick, people would know you from your podcast on the Headgum Network. No joke. That is yep. right. Thank. Right. Thank you for listening. Um, and then also founding member of the Harvard sailing team. That is right. right? Sketch comedy team of 12 yeah. years. Actor, writer, All trainer. Comedian. Trainer. And trainer. Train a podcast, friend of the podcast and father of HeadGum, Amir yeah. Bloomfield. You got to have father. slashes in Los Angeles. Father of HeadGum, I father. think, is is uh, one of the slashes that he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you have to slash it up. Yeah, it's like you can't just be one job in Los Angeles. I know. It's like, what do you do? They call it multi-hyphenates, but it's just so everyone's Twitter bio has like writer, producer, director, trainer, yeah. vegan, organic, uh-huh. yada, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, and it's like, wow, seven. It's bad for a while, and then it becomes good again. Like when you're The Rock and you're a multi-hyphenate, hyphenate, that's yeah, good. Right. But like me, it's a little dodgy. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's when like people talk about all the hyphens because they're just trying to get anything. Exactly. It's fishing. <laughs> is, You're yeah, fishing. Yeah. Fishing is I is think a the goal hyphen. is for the world to say, we're going to pick that hyphen. Yes. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. The Rock started out as five and then we're like, forget wrestling, forget all these other ones. You're going to be an actor. Yeah. So hopefully someone yeah. will pick my hyphen soon. And he, um, I think he, he did a cover-up tattoo of like his wrestling tattoo. He had the Brahma Bowl. Yeah. And now it's like, it's, it's a it's big a, old like screaming monster. Screaming like <laughs> skull. skull monster. <laughs> like the, the monster's not even alive, but it's still able to scream. It's like, <laughs> like blowing yeah. out all this fire and it's fucking gigantic. Yeah, it's huge. Do you guys have any big tattoos? Um, I have one that goes across my shoulder into my chest. There you so, go. So yes. Okay. Is it a screaming monster? <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I have like, can, a, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. That's is, it. That's it. I have like an embarrassing um, band tattoo that uh, has no meaning. I picked it off the wall. What? I got it to look cool at pool parties in high school. Oh, like a tribal band. Yeah. yeah. Got it. For yeah. a second, I thought it was like Goo Goo Dolls, but not the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, right? I mean, yeah. it could very well be. I mean, <laughs> the Go Go, the Go Go Dolls. <laughs> it's not a real band, but it's a band. Yeah, it's close to a band. Right. I didn't want to commit because right. I like them kind of. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the perfect non band to put on my shoulder. Do you not have any tats? No tats, but I have no problem with tats. Uh, give us some of your um, 
your possibilities, were there some that you were like, ooh, ooh, here's one that's really close, or have you never been close? No, I think that the only way that I would do it is if uh, when tragedy strikes to kind of um, maybe put some sort of like memory on my um, body. I don't think that any sort of like image will last my whole life where it's like, I like that like wacky pickle. Yeah. Like that pickle on a top hat. Oh, like on. I just want that on my leg. <laughs> you still, you're still talking about I, it. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is the yeah. first tattoo that came up. So it <laughs> yeah. does matter in some capacity. When did you first see a, t- a pickle with a top hat on? I guess the first time I saw it was in my mind 10 seconds ago. Oh, okay. So it's not a long, <laughs> it's not like when you were 12, you saw the first pickle with a uh, top hat. I wish there was a deeper story yeah. about why that just slipped out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think at some point I will have tattoos, but I have no idea what they'll be now. Um, but you might do like in memory of and a face. Yeah, maybe not face. Probably but, number. Yeah, I got think it. that it would be like a teammate's number. If got anything. it. Yeah, I still hold a lot of like even with like locker combinations and when I need to remember orders of numbers, I will arrange them by either professional athletes' numbers or my friends and my teammates' numbers. Oh, so wow. if like my code is like fifteen sixty two thirty one, I would put those numbers together based on athletes. Uh huh. Yeah. I used to do that too by yeah. like last names of athletes. Is that how you would do it? Like- so hypothetically, like in the gym that we go to. 24-hour fitness, there's lockers that you um, have to put like six number combinations and they run right to left. And Uh so I will put 21, which is my number. I'll Uh put 15 underneath that, which is my best friend. I like that this is hypothetical, but you're actually just telling (laughs) us your code. Just don't go to my locker. (laughs) Just stay away. But yeah, and then like 23, which will be Michael Jordan's number. And it'll be easy for me to remember the code is 21, 15, 23. Got it. I used to always do that. I'd be like, Joe Montana, Michael Irving, you know, Emmett yeah. Smith, like just, yeah. yeah, especially if it's like, if you do it in the twos, yeah. you know, like two double digits. Did you well, guys collect cards, like sporting cards? I collect basketball cards for a hot minute. Okay. Because um, I'm very stats oriented. I love math. I love numbers. Really? So oh, that's yeah, cool. I think that's uh, why. <laughs> is that sarcastic? Because cool, the sure didn't no, sound yeah. real. <laughs> no, dude, that's fucking cool. Hey, I'm glad we got you on the show. I'm, yeah. I'm currently in a wedgie. <laughs> no, sorry. I was cool. You let's love talk, numbers. Yeah, let's talk about numbers. Okay. <laughs> we could slide right past that boring convo. Nah, no, no, man. We're, we're, we're all about math on this. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but so you're a big stats guy, stats guys, number guy. And I mean that, and I know it sounds dorky, but then like when I would, would like study compulsively and obsessively baseball cards and I would like, st- like statistics and things like that. And now as I like work out and I've been working out, like I like consider protein grams of protein per day and like calories per day and all those things kind of like, Oh, numbers don't scare me. So it's good right. to lean in. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like across the board, you're using. Yeah. I'm using guy. math in my everyday yeah. life. Is that oh, a big man. piece of news? That's oh, like boy. your, your mutant superpower. Yeah. Uh, General algebra. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I know that like if people, we, we've talked about it with different guests we've had on and if people can, some people, they really light, lights up a part of their brain to like, you know, quantify everything, yeah. work the numbers out. And then that, that helps them actually motivate them to, you know, to, to be more consistent if they're, they're keeping track of the numbers of it, the stats of it. Oh, absolutely. And it gives you, it's like, gives it more of like a game mentality. Yes, too. exactly. Yeah. Because then so. you can go like, oh, this number's changed. So then what other numbers change? And, yep. blah, blah, blah. and it feels objective. It's yeah. like, there's something that's my favorite part about math is that there's always like a clear answer. There's right. no like subjectivity to it. It's just like you have a clear defined answer. Yeah. Results. So there's why. no God in math. There's your podcast episode title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what this episode's called. No God in math. There's no God in math. I mean, maybe God made it up, though, right? Who knows? (laughs) What came first, the God or the math? Yeah. He or she could have made it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? She. She. (laughs) 
It's uh, Shahihi, right? Shahihi could have made it up. That's yeah. the appropriate uh, word in yeah. 2017. Shahihi. <laughs> Shahihi. It's, like it's like a rejected in living color character. Yeah. You know what else is one? Uh, like a hyphen, a hyphened person. Because it wasn't like Keenan Ivory Waynes did a old character where he had like 14 jobs. Oh, okay. oh yeah. The Jamaican yeah. guy. He only got three jobs. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now that's like everybody in LA. Yeah. yeah. That's totally it. Uh, it's Jamaican. Uh, so, so we heard about you through, uh, Amir because yeah. he was looking to, he kind of plateaued with what he was doing fitness wise. He wanted to put some muscle on, right. um, your built guy. Yep. Um, and so he started working with you and kind of getting on your program, which he described to us, which seemed like kind of like a split bodybuilder routine hitting, you know, different muscle groups, different days. Right. Um, so we know you as a fit guy now. How did it start for you? What, uh, uh, yeah, what's you, your journey? You mentioned you played sports growing up. My whole life, yeah. Since like nine, um, I started playing soccer and basketball in Long Island. Okay. I grew up in a very, I guess it was just a, a very common thing to put your kids in sports immediately. And that kind of seems to be a theme of a lot of episodes that I listened to on yours. Kind uh-huh. of like at least testing the waters with sports. Right. Immediately gravitated to it. Which it, sports? Uh, soccer and basketball specifically. Always okay. team sports. Never. Were you a tall guy? Um, no, I wasn't. I hit my growth spurt in like 11th grade, actually. Okay. I was one of the smaller guys. Small and fast was usually my thing. But around eight, nine, I started playing team sports and they, be- all those kids quickly became my best friends. And suddenly it was like, oh, a team, like the concept right. of a team. This is great. So we would play games, obviously, on Saturdays or Sundays. And then throughout the course of the week, we would just find ourselves compulsively playing more games. And then around 14, we learned about the gym. And we're like, oh, this is something you can do every single day ah. together as a team. And it just was so much fun that around 14, I started lifting weights five so days a week. With your team? With my team. And then usually it would like trickle down to like my four best friends on the team who like cared as much as I did. It was right. very, we all quickly gravitated towards wi- lifting weights. Uh-huh. And like Long Island is a very like vain, at least I grew up in a very vain part of Long Island where big muscles are an important quality. You'll get ahead with big muscles. You'll be yeah. like respected <laughs> at bars. You won't be picked on. In like Long it's Island. a bully. Yeah. Long Island is a bully town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Bullies come from Long Island, and it's like he who's the most macho wins. Period. And so it was like a bit of a survival thing. Where it's like we better start getting our muscles before oh we my get gosh. picked on. Yeah, literally, that's, that's it true. sucks, but it's true. And yeah, even yeah. when I go back today, it's like I'm the biggest friend in our friend group in Los Angeles, and I go back to Long Island, and I'm the smallest one by forty pounds two inches. Right. So it's like you monsters. <laughs> it's just, it's just meatheads. Yeah, they yeah, all, yeah. I mean, they all eat chicken parm and they all just go to the gym six days a week and they monsters. Oh, so man. that was my experience going in where I was like, I need muscles to survive in Long Island. Yeah. And so we started, <laughs> we literally started our friends, older brothers would teach us how we'd go five days a week and it was great. And, and what I, was, I haven't stopped. do you remember what like your workouts were then? Yeah. It's so funny. It's similar to exactly what I'm doing 20 years later, which is like the same <laughs> splits basically. Yeah. Like, and it's like, I've definitely peaked and plateaued, but simultaneously it's like, it's what I know it works. And yeah. that's well, fine. Things change. You learn a little bit about more nutrition and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. So those, you can kind of change those and you can variables. Vary the actual exercise, but like back buys, chest tries, and shoulders leg days and, yeah. is like, yeah, sh- you know, and then shoulders and abs or yeah. whatever if you're doing four it's days. It's the syllabus. It's like, yeah. like yeah. the most basic syllabus. Yeah. Start there. Start there. And never leave there, apparently. <laughs> well, because like, yeah, it's still, it's giving your, your muscles rest. Right. Uh, and it, it keeps you consistently changing it so that it feels like you're not doing just the same full body workout every day. And the weight goes up. That's the cool part. The weight goes up. You see Bachman Turner Overdrive, you want to hear uh, uh, The Weekend, you know, like uh, taking care of business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
BTO's playing. You want, you know, yeah. working overtime. Yeah. <laughs> these are all, we got to get into Stanger's workout playlist because obviously these ones. I am ready to pivot when you are. Yeah. We can pivot to that when ready. I think that's a, that's a great segment to, we have to all call out one of the songs that we'd work out to. Okay. Do you want to do it now? Yeah. Give me one. A uh, song that I'd work out to. Oh, let's see if I can just find something here. We can't play it though. Says Am- uh, Amir mentioned <laughs> yeah. before that we can't play more. Kind than of freaked us seconds. out about it. <laughs> we did freak out. We're like, "Are you joking? Or are you serious?" He's like, ah, "I'm joking. I'm serious." And like, <laughs> he just like wouldn't tell like whether yeah. or not he was joking or he serious. He toes the line. Yeah, he does but toe the line. Amir's way into the gym was pretty good. Um, oh yeah. I've, if you don't mind me explaining that as well, please. Um, it was December thirty first, two thousand sixteen. Okay. A, a good time for reflection on what the hell went wrong this year. What the hell can't I do again next year? And he texted me and he's like, we just got it. Can you please teach me? I have to do the gym. And I was like, okay. And, oh, and then I got a text minutes later from Ben Schwartz saying the same exact thing. They had clearly powwow. Were they the together? Scenes. Were they like playing basketball or something? They weren't physically together, but they had had conversations where it was like, we're going to approach Billy and ask him to get this going. Great. And this was December of 2016. The end where it was like uh, next year, we're about to change our ways. Got it. And I'd never trained anybody like, like traditionally trained, like, Hey, we're going to do this today. Listen to me. We're going to follow my lead. Yeah. And I, what I learned quickly is that you need to be a good student. You like, you have to have to want to be working out. You know, you can't be dragged. And Amir wants to be working out. Yeah. Like he, on days where I'm like, maybe we take the day off. He's like, no, let's push. And so I was really, really impressed with that. And he's maintained it for the first six months. And do you guys work out? Is he like one of your team now? Is that how you work out with him? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. He's put on eight pounds of muscle. Like he's, he's almost caught up to what I can put up. It's like, that's great. It's just that crazy commitment. He's taking the protein that I'm telling him to take. He's like Uh all in. And it's, I'm just like watching it. And so I also coach a basketball team and it's, I've learned that the older you get, it's so much more rewarding to share what you know when you really know it. Right. You know, and not just hold on to that information. And it's like, it's fun to see it like land on. I like people. sharing lies. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're a like, big, I'm a like, fraud. Yeah. <laughs> You're perfect for 2017. Yeah. I'm like, this is my fucking year, man. <laughs> he I'm does a, a good f- job of playing a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> I heard <laughs> just like gossip. Pass just, it on. Yeah. yeah. Pass it on. Change it a little bit, but pass it on. Change, yeah. um, so uh, now what about with Schwartz? Is he still... Needs a little more convincing, Yeah, I would say, from time <laughs> uh-huh, to time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Can't assume that everyone's going to want to do this five days a week. Yeah, There are some days that are just like brutal. Like leg days really are like a really unpleasant day. Now, does he jump in with the team? Mm-hmm. Or does... So like you go, I'm working out from this time to this time. You guys can come join me. We have organized 8.30 in the morning. You're there. And if you're not there, you're not there. Okay. And we're starting without you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's like strict rules just yeah. so that everyone knows that it's like, we're not here to like make this a social experience. Sure. This is like, we're here to do this thing. And I think that just turns, changes everyone's approach to it. Right. You know, you go in like it's work now, you know? Well, yeah. that, and, and then you make time for that instead of like, you know, sometimes if people have busy schedules and then you try to cater the exercise around their schedule, then the exercise is what ultimately gets cut, Agreed. you know? Right. But if it's just like, hey, it's 830, it's it's on the schedule, it's mm-hmm. on the clock, then you, you show up for it or you don't. Yeah. Right? I react well to rules and parameters. Like yeah. once I know what the rules of the game are, now I'm going to figure out how to like win with that. You we know? get it. You like rules. You <laughs> go by the numbers. You like, the numbers. Can I just adjust yeah. my pencil yeah. protector? You, just have to- you like helping people with stuff you know. We get it. You right. go to the grocery store and you... <laughs> Dump people's groceries out. That's not. That's a thing. That's that's a thing. We agreed before the podcast that you were not going to bring that up. You're ruining the brand. Wait. So then, uh, but for you, yeah, uh, 
you continue to play sports. Got really into soccer, basketball. You said, yeah, just team sports in general. There's and something so weights. fun about it. Yeah, and then lifting weights. Yeah, and then in uh, and then you went to college. Do you play to, through high school? Played through high school. Went, went to college. Uh huh. Wasn't really good enough to play on any sort of team that would really change my life playing okay. sports. But I did, missed it so much that I joined the rugby team. Okay, freshman year, and that was a whole new experience. Rugby team in in, in college, college at the college. at Towson University. Okay. Yep. And uh, that was totally new. Wow. Because it was recreational, but it was also like treated as a like university it's team. Competitive, yeah. Competitive yeah. and like it had funding. So like oh, we cool. had um like we had um what do you call them? Nutritionalists that would give us seven meals a day or like program our diets for the day. We'd be in the gym twice a week, uh, twice a day. We'd have practice once a day. So like our lives were about wow. rugby and working out. It was wow. pretty I put on twenty five pounds of muscle my first in freshman year. I was very, very big. Wow. And that was just from the added meat, like the added calories and yep. just a little bit more thought behind the nutrition. Yeah. Did you know and how the to two eat? a days and the two a days, the yeah. two a days. Yeah. And like, it was all like thought out for us, you yeah. know, smarter people than us. We were just cogs and they were just, we were their experiments. And you're also 18 years old. Oh, it was and perfect. Like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. The whole thing was perfect for me. Cause like I wanted a team that was going to take something seriously, but sure. I like didn't want it to consume my whole life. And this was the perfect marriage of the two. Was, yeah. Uh, you needed numbers for combinations and stuff. You're like, I need some <laughs> yeah, new fucking numbers. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, hit my needed limit. Some rules. Really yeah. branded myself as the geek. <laughs> How do I lose the geek? Uh, did were any of your original team like your your best friends of four also at college with you? Or no. It, okay. No. I so went you away, found a new team. Found a new team. Well, that was the thing. As soon as you go to college, it's pretty like um, it can be a lonely experience yeah. if you don't like hit the lottery during orientation or like your floor doesn't have like your best friends like amazingly on it. Right. You either like at least for me, it was like join a fraternity, which like didn't really check off any of the boxes that I was looking for. Sure. Or just really look hard, go to bars. And then I was like, oh, there's recreational teams out there. And then rugby was the right one because you did get drunk after the games, but you like treated the games very seriously. Like we played against the Naval Academy and these men were like, some of them were on the football team and now we're doing a recreational sport. And it was just, it was just amazing to like play against them and lose so hard, like lose (laughs) so hard and suddenly recognize who you are in the world compared to others in the world. Right. But then it was just great. It was wow. a great experience, yeah. And you did it all four years? Did it for three years. Three years. Because I became a music major my junior year. Okay. And uh, I broke fingers. And suddenly I couldn't play the piano. So there was all sorts of hell breaking loose. Yeah. Got it. Wow. I, I mean, talk about the dorkiest. Tr- like, so you graduated- I had to tell my rugby team that I couldn't uh, play rugby anymore because I hurt my little fingers and I couldn't oh, play my little yeah. piano. <laughs> they were like, go away now. <laughs> oh, my God. So I moved back to New York. It's true. And okay. uh, I just changed my life up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, did you doing graduate classes doing, uh, did you graduate with like a bachelor in fine arts and yeah, I did, um, but I but I changed my schools. I went to Hofstra for my junior and senior years. Okay, started interning at SNL and taking classes at UCB. Absolutely no rugby at Hofstra. Destroying the piano though, yeah, like yeah. hammering the piano. Still two a days. I mean, still a nutritionalist, yeah. making sure that's cool. My hands and wrists were tight. Put on yeah. twenty more pounds of muscle. I was suddenly three hundred and fifteen pounds <laughs> sleeping on a piano, like Dorian Yates off season playing the piano. Yeah, just protein shakes and piano. Hey, Eugene and Stanger of the Dumbbells here. What's up, kids? What's going on, cats? Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. We do. This Okay, so this this is cool. Pistol Lake. Dude. Company out in LA. They, they make, make yeah. ultra-functional, super comfortable. So comfortable. Workout apparel. Yeah, so um, so they have these U-Day shirts that they sent me and Stanger one. 
Um, and it makes me want to buy 20 more <laughs> easily. I, I don't have one on now and this shirt feels like fucking shit. It feels <laughs> either thin or it's got too much. Like I, okay. So I've done CrossFit. I love CrossFit. It's a fun thing. I don't need it on every shirt. Yeah. You don't and want the brand shit I don't all need over it. there. And, and they have simple branding. It's like, it's, it's more about the comfort. It's more about the fit. It's more about making sure that you feel comfortable and happy working out in these clothes. And they're doing it. And these U-Day shirts, I'm telling you, they like solve the problem of like looking like you have sweat stains for a million years. Yeah. They, they're made out of a, uh, a blend of different fabrics that wick the moisture like immediately. So yeah. not only are they soft and really thin, but they don't, you don't have the big pitted out sweat, sweat stains underneath. Right. Them. So it's made out of tensile, polyester, and spandex. And um, it's a magic blend. It's a magic blend because they also are a hundred percent behind their product because you can wear it a hundred times, and if you're not happy with them, it's a hundred day. It's a hundred wear trial. If you're not happy with them, you can you return the, the motherfucking shit. shirt. Send that shit back. Send that's it back. Ball, that's ballsy on Pistol Lake's end because it's like this shirt's so fucking good, especially for an like a like a. Where you're gonna sweat in this thing? <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely incredible, and it's ultra, it's ultra uh, functional. Yeah, so you can wear it to work out. I, I you wear it with jeans, like the shirts just like look good. So yeah, yeah. they're really they, light, um, and uh, they have an athletic fit to them, so it doesn't totally. feel like you know you're wearing an over baggy shirt or just like the tightest shirt. To right, the gym. you don't look like a weird club guy. Yeah, buddy, um, buddy. Which one, buddy? Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> look. Uh, Go to p- www.pistollake.com slash the dumbbells and you'll get 20% off a U-Day shirt by using the, the offer code dumbbells. Yeah. So yeah, pistollake.com, P is in pistol, L is in lake.com slash the dumbbells, the dumbbells, and use the promo code dumbbells and get yourself 20% off on a U-Day shirt. Dude, get a bunch of them. Yeah. Get a bunch of them because you're going to love them. You're going to rock them. You're going to exercise in them, and you're going to be happy. Uh, how, was, how was interning at SNL? you have any crazy SNL stories? That was, the, that was like another moment of like learning about different types of teams where I was like, holy shit, this is like sports but different. Like those, like I was there when it was um, Tina Fey's last season. Will Ferrell had just left. Um, Tracy Morgan had just left. Fred Armisen and Will Forte had just come. This was their first season. Oh, wow. So there was a lot of kind of like transition, but you could also see immediately that like Fred Armisen was the funniest person in the room. Like he just changed people the second he walked in. And I just watched that team dynamic happened so fast and I was kind of in a weird transitional place where I was not playing sports at that point in my life and I was like what comes next like this might suck like I I don't know what comes next and I want that thing and then I would watch every week like going to Saturday a team literally chipping away at the program saying no to one another arguing and then on Saturday game time and so when I watched that I said oh this is what I'm going to do with the rest of my life I'm going to start a comedy team and I'm going to mimic this because this is what I want so SNL was this kind of like interesting transition where still all the rules of team spirit applied, but it wasn't, it wasn't the same as sports. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You were sweating a different way. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, but it was really, it was, it was great because it taught me that team spirit lives everywhere. You know, it's not just in, you need a ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sounds corny, but it's. Does Lorne hit the weights hard? Is he eating for gains? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's straight up creatine. (laughs) Him and Sudeikis stack so much weight when they. (laughs) Does Lorne work out, you think? 
man, I was in an elevator once with him and the one piece of advice I was given on my first day of interning was don't look Lorne in the eyes. And I was like, <laughs> all right, that's a pretty, I could follow that uh-huh. rule. Yeah. And so I had a very long flight from like the 17th floor to the first floor of just like staring at the NBC carpet. All oh I know is that God. he has popcorn everywhere. Popcorn all over his rug, all over his desk. Like he has to have popcorn popping at all times. Weird. I don't know how that plays into the workout routine. Like air popped or with oil and stuff? Um, Just like that yellow, like movie theater popcorn, yeah. literally a trail. Have you ever been there? It's like a trail that leads to his office on the rug. Oh my Stepped God. on. And it's just like, that's that was a thing. You just always had to have popcorn So popping. he was eating it and it spills out and it leaves a trail? I don't even know if he was eating it. I just think, I don't even know if it was a power move where it was just uh, like, was like popcorn's just... popping, Lauren's here, everyone chat. Got it. <laughs> I could be wrong, but like I as a see that. 19 yeah. year old, like I was like, I'm trying to interpret this correctly. Yeah. This yeah. is kind of weird. He was leaving a trail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was that's, there. It's like uh, the rose petals in uh, Coming to America. That's what yeah. it felt like. Popcorn. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Do you guys like popcorn? I don't eat popcorn. Don't I, don't, I don't eat it, but I like it. Um, like the movie theater popcorn, I think it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife will get it every time, and then I'll, I'll have it every once in a while when we go to a movie, and I go, yeah. oh, this is not bad. Not bad. But it's but, like two bites. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like vanilla Coke for me. It's like two sips, and I'm good. I don't need 12 ounces of vanilla Coke. I like a yeah. lot of it, popcorn, but I don't. I know it's not great. You know it's not great, so you just don't eat it. Yeah. From a health standpoint or like a, it's going to be stuck in my teeth for 15 years standpoint. Oh, that's no, a bad one for me. Yeah. No, I don't worry about the dental hygiene, hygiene <laughs> stuff, but like the, just the health stamp. I don't want all the carbs, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Do you, do you like count carbs? And I like got to watch it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I've never had that relationship with food ever in my life where I, I lose weight if I don't work out. I, I've never been in like a place where it's like I'm eating too much carbs. I eat a box of pasta a day, literally to try and keep weight on. Oh wow! So yeah. you're, uh, which I know is rare, but like it's totally my story. So do you do you um, have to eat a certain amount of calories in a day? Do you? No do one's you, ever put that on me, but uh-huh. I've like figured out over time what like I won't lose weight if I blank. Got it. And now I eat two thirds of my body weight in grams of protein a day, and then I'll just try and carbo load as much as I can. Got it. Yeah. So it's still pretty mathy. So you're not off game. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm coming out true. Because you were like, oh, no, I don't do it exactly. But it is this exact number. Right. I don't have a number for the box of pasta. <laughs> I just know it's one box of pasta. Right. <laughs> do, you, um, do you avoid sugar and stuff? Or you just eat whatever you want, basically? I've only eaten whatever I want. And I don't know. Maybe that one day I, I will, like, it'll haunt me or it'll come back. Has it changed at all um, as you're getting older or anything? Have you noticed? Honestly, no. That's the, the, same, the same rules apply where I lose weight like I twisted my ankle last week I haven't been in the gym in seven days eight uh-huh. days and I've lost three pounds and it's like that that's been my story my entire life wow yeah were you relatively a if you weren't lifting weights were you very skinny. skinny I'd be bone skinny got it yep and so it was like those like that those years from like 15 to 18 where I went from being like a truly like skinny skinny kid to like oh he's filling himself out you know like I looked better I like it was just better I was yeah. just better off doing that and so once you learn that you're like why give this up this is I silly. mean that is a question that people have all the time uh, that we'll get um, and that people in general are like I'm really skinny and it's hard for me to put on weight and like you know a lot of people in general will brush that aside because they're so used to like Weight Most loss. people going like, oh, yeah, I wish right. that was me. Exactly. And it's like, well, but that's an actual problem as well. Yes. 
And it's like it it has to have that same amount of focus and like I need to eat a box of pasta a day to keep the weight on. Sounds crazy. Yeah, it but sounds you, crazy. You figure out the rules and you're like, all right, these are my body's rules. Yeah. You know, everybody's body's different. And there's people that are going like, I wish that was me. And I was like, I bet you that was you at one point. And right. that's the issue that you're having now. <laughs> let's look so back. So like, yeah. Right. Let's, well, let's, say somebody out there is a real hard gainer like you were. <clears throat> what would be some actionable, actionable advice you could give them um, as far as, you know, increasing their body weight, putting on some muscle, what would you say food wise? And what would you say gym wise? Like one or two of each. I mean, speaking from a food standpoint, the one thing, the one real discernibly different thing that I've learned is my body doesn't put on fat. It does put on muscle. That's just a fact. So when I started putting two thirds of protein in grams of my body weight in, so I weigh roughly 180 pounds, have for about a year now, I'll eat 120 grams of protein a day, which is really, it sounds like a lot when it's like an egg is four grams, but If you have two shakes with two scoops in it, which again, sounds a lot, but once you start doing it day and night, it doesn't seem so much. That's already 120 grams. Right. And for me, at least, it's like once I started putting that in my system every single day, I would see my body changing and then it was just time to carve it out a little bit and go to the gym and just do basic, you know, like you said, basic splits. Yeah. Once that system started happening, my body wasn't like fighting it anymore. It wanted it. It wanted to keep doing this. It liked it. So for me, it was really just concentrating on figuring out what worked my body and then mimicking it as long as I could. So being consistent. So it's like, okay, I know, I know I need to increase my protein consumption and calories, but I can't be haphazard with it. It has to be clinical, like every single day. So it's the same, like Eugene was saying, it's the same. We would put somebody that was looking for active fat loss. You have to have the same level of discipline and consistency with, with active weight gain. Especially if you want to have a true answer at the end of it, like, did this work? You know, you have to like, you have to really just commit to it, you know, to know whether what the result actually was. If you kind of like pussyfoot around it, it's like, I don't know where this is going necessarily. And I don't know, like when I skip and when I cheated, how that affects it, then the whole experiment is ruined. You know, so even if you did say like, start at two weeks and just see what two weeks looks like, then four weeks. And if there's like any minimal gains, assume that that will continue to happen. But working out is the long con, you know, this is the long game to think that it's going to happen in a month. You got to be in it forever, frankly, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You have to stick to it and not be afraid, uh, you know, and know that things are going to stop it from injury Mm -hmm. or, you know, life or whatever. And then you have to just get back on the horse. Psychologically, I found that my body, like I I was, I try and tell people that I train now when they've never worked out before. They're like, I don't want to right out the gate. I don't want to work out. And what I tell them is that once you start incorporating it into your body, it, it stops being a choice. Like your body starts getting addicted to that, just like it'll get addicted to anything else that you keep putting into it. And so that's kind of the breaking point and a good thing where people, at least for me, where it's like, oh, my body, I wake up, my body's like, we got to work out. Yeah. You know, it's like the dog that needs to go for a walk. Sure. And that's, I think, the, one of the first goals. So. No, I agree. That sounds great. Um, so uh, for you, now you're in New York, this journey of yours. Uh, you're at SNL, uh, you're interning at SNL. You want your own comedy team right. um, to fill in that team. So then uh, you start taking classes at UCB, start doing uh, mm-hmm. sketch, you, improv. Yeah, did all the improv classes, did all the sketch classes, sure. f- formed a, uh, like a practice team, did right. all of, like the new UCB student type things of that like, just literally checked off every box. You know what I mean? And then found your team. And then, yeah. And what I learned was that I liked improv a lot, but sketch was where my heart was. Uh-huh. I liked refining things I liked and I think it came from a sports background where it's like we're going to practice these plays over and over and over again and so I formed my own sketch comedy team which is Harvard Sailing Team Team still in the name yeah Yeah, yeah. like it's so funny like with all of this I mean not funny but great it's 
story of my life. The more, I, the more yeah. I look back on it, it's like, I've never been a lone wolf. I've in the times that I have been, I haven't enjoyed it. I've uh -huh. always like looked for the camaraderie of like celebrating with someone or complaining with someone, just holding it all in. It's just not that fun. Do you have a big fun. family by the way? Or no brother, um, mother, father, uh, I'm sorry, mother, father, sister. Mother, yeah. Father, and then a brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Yeah, who's Got been it. there forever, so. Got it. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, I'm still thinking about this Brother? Yeah. No, no brother. Uh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Just trying to think of the lies that I've already told so far. <laughs> Make sure they're all still in, in a row. Talented um, Mr. So then, Ripley. Uh, now you've been on this uh, Harvard sailing team for a long time now. 12 years, still going. So, when you're in New York and you're starting UCB and all that stuff, are you hitting the weights on your own? Did yeah. you find a gym out there? Or yeah, what would you do? I lived in Astoria, and at that point, I was really into like prison gyms. You know like how there's like fancy <laughs> gyms, and then there's prison gyms? Where yeah. it's just like, it's $15 a month and it's yeah. like, find your own weight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I found a place in Queens and I got Which in Which place in Astoria? Oh man, what was it called? It was right off Broadway. Oh man, heavy, heavyweights, heavyweights gym. Oh, I wish I can remember it, but yeah. it was, it was the type of gym where it's like no air conditioners, big dusty fans, you know, oh, yeah. you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. a big dusty fan gym. And um, yeah, I got in with that whole crew and it was like, oh, this is my Queens crew. Like I was like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing plays downtown on 23rd street. But then I go out to Queens and I'm like, yeah, let's, like rip, our, let's rip our sleeves off and get to work. Jackson, <laughs> in Jackson Heights, I would, um, is where I lived in Queens. And there was a one on, on uh, Northern Boulevard that yeah, I went to. Sure. That was on the second floor above like the dry cleaner and the burrito shop. Uh -huh. And it was me. A couple of just like hardcore motherfuckers, hardcore motherfuckers, and then like three Northern or four, Boulevard motherfuckers, yeah, or three and four, I believe, just bus drivers who got off their bus, yeah. went up in their uniforms, put the hazards doing, on, put the hazards on, get yeah. up there. They were like a Love lot it. of dress pants, a lot of dress pants. Just drop it in for yeah. a quick set. <laughs> yeah. Give yeah. me all those dudes, and you'd be sneaking away, and you wouldn't say where you're going, but it's to perform an improvised musical. Oh my somewhere. god, that's yes. the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. I know. They'd be like blasting Nas in my gym, and I'd be like, "This is the Billy who, like, I am. This is Billy." And then yeah. I'd be like, "But I have to put on my argyle sweater. Oh, I man. have to go downtown now." Two guys pushing each other, yeah, <laughs> as hard as they can before they're doing bench da dancing in their converse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but give me a good oh, prison man. gym any day. Oh man, that's so good. Yeah. So then, so you found a gym in Astoria, and you just did your split. That was by it. By yourself? Did it by myself until I made friends. Um, it was one of those things where, I don't know, like whenever I- Did you I, make friends at the gym? At the gym. Got it. Because it's like those type of gyms, that's like the YMCA. That's the place where everyone hangs out yeah. too. It's like the barbershop where it's like, you could be working out, you could be chilling out. Like this is just where we go all day. Now, did you set the same kind of ex um, like mentality that you do now with- um, with Amir and, and Ben and your team here mm -hmm. where you go, I'm just going in at 8.30 every day. Yep. And if these guys are there when I'm there, then cool. If they're not, then I'm just doing it this yeah. by myself. Yeah, because yeah. I think that I'm not training people in the way where it's like, it's about you. Yeah. It's like, I'm training myself. And if you want to jump on the train, let's do it together. That sounds And great. I find that I'm more motivated when I have to tell someone what to do. Like there's less cheating for me suddenly because I have to be the example. Right. You know? Yeah, because they're watching your set. For real. Sure. You know, so there's like something to be said for like holding yourself accountable. Are you encouraging to them or do you just try to fucking crush them? I am so encouraging. As you <laughs> could tell, I'm like a really like <laughs> sincere team, team oriented yeah, guy. You are. My, you par are. my parents are. They were. They like raised me like really to be like a positive light. <laughs> like it sounds uh, silly, but like no, that's great. when you grow up in Long Island, like you like if you have parents like that, it's like you're so lucky. You either have to do that or become a bully. Seriously. Oh, like, but seriously, like yeah. my parents weren't like my mom's an actress and my father's a musician. So yeah. like everyone on our block was a union guy or worked on Wall Street. It yeah. was like there was a type of New Yorker my parents just didn't fit at that on Long Island. And so like my family was this weird little family where we were like all little artists, you yeah. know, but 
part of me still knew I needed to play sports. Got it. But yeah, so all of that kind of just led I to I love that Gabrus is also from Long Island. Oh, Dude, yeah. Dude, we got sure. along so well. With the rugby stuff He's and the whole rugby night. And, yeah. yeah. We learned through like tracing back our lives that I was DJing at the bars that he was bartending on the same nights. So like we, we've like at like 18, we were doing the same parties That's and knowing insane. each other. I know. Yeah, we That's get along. That's a trip. Well. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, so then, how long are you in New York? And then when do you finally move out here? New York for 10 years. Um, Harvard Sailing Team for 10 years. And then as a group, we all moved out to Los Angeles to uh-huh. uh, pursue other jobs and sure. stuff like that. The very common story. Uh-huh. And um, Los Angeles brought on sorts of new, really great things that I didn't expect that New York couldn't provide. A, weather. Yes. Weather, where it's like, oh my God, we can work out outside. We can play basketball three times a week. Like our picnics won't get potentially rained out. Sure. And so I think that I became even more of an athlete again once I moved out once here. Once you moved out here. Do no you question. have a lot of picnics or? Uh, yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> surprisingly, I roll with a picnic crowd. Yeah. Okay, all right. You've got yeah. picnic teams. We got a blanket in the trunk. Let's find a plot of grass and sit. Yeah. Sit wow. hard. We're wow. not getting rained out. Yeah. So you're, not you're here. open. Yeah, not yeah. here. You right. might have an extra hot picnic. Right. We're yeah. playing Scrabble all day. Yeah. <laughs> we got all day. No rain clouds. All day Scrabble. Little picnics. Sounds right. good. in the morning. Sounds, sounds good here. It sounds great. Yeah. yeah frankly. That yeah. does sound like a great afternoon. It does. So, but I moved out here and then within my first few months, I helped start a basketball league um, on Saturdays now. It's like considered, I guess, the comedy basketball league, but there's like 125 people who come out. We have four courts. Of it's dudes. Like dudes and women. Uh-huh. It's all like organized and we have like structure and it's like, I find that it's like- You the, have structure? Yeah, go figure. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you created it? I've slammed structure all over this otherwise really fun game that people play. I've like added all of this unnecessary structure and rules. Uh, um, it's more organized than the new Big Three by Ice Cube. <laughs> it's more of just organization and less of basketball. Yeah. I think it's really just yeah. a grid. I think I just made a grid. Yeah. A spreadsheet. So just Somehow like, we're in the playoffs and I've only been here for yeah. two weeks. I don't really know how this all works. I it's don't know what bureaucracy. I've done bureaucracy. We've never actually played. It's just all, yeah. But Hundred and twenty-five people now come out, man. It's Wait, a lot. How many teams are there then? I mean, they'll probably be around seven. Okay, seven or so on a good day. Oh, is it just? It's not like set teams. No, it's not set teams. You get there and you find out your team by shooting for teams. But then from that point on, we have like court one, two, three, four. Winners move up, losers move down. Like the losers brackets where you sit. And as corny and as like overly like organized as that sounds, that helps everyone know. Like when I go there, at least I know what I'm getting into. Sure. No, I'm not like sitting on the sidelines for like seven games wondering like, when do I shoot? No, yeah. we're laughing, but it's the best thing to yeah. play. For real. If yeah. you can just show up and play, it's for, great. You know, there's, there's nothing better than an organized website for anything Dude, and like everything. Organization. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. it's because I'm 35, but like organization is great here. Yeah. I'm fine with like chaos was cute in your 20s like yes. i was getting drunk in new york and like making all sorts of mistakes sure. and i was perfect i've now gotten older and i want a little bit more organization in my life and it's just easier to like get things done you said yeah. it yeah you said it um so um so then now you're in la now you're doing this basketball thing you're also coaching a basketball team yep which is like one of my highest joys um you and shout them out yeah the lisa franks okay uh, uh they're part of the women's recreational basketball league here as made famous by the Pistol Shrimps, who I think had a documentary at Tribeca, and Aubrey Plaza is, seems to be on every team in the league, which is amazing yeah, somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. She gets drafted. She gets drafted. She's yeah. a mascot. I've seen her dress up as like a worm and spin around. It's like, it's a lot of fun. The whole league uh, is a lot of fun. What is, uh, do you guys, how often do you guys practice or do you coach their practices? Pr- coach their practices. We practice every Saturday, game uh-huh. every Tuesday. Um, most of the women on my team, we started three or four years ago, had, had not played organized basketball before ever. So real, real bad news bears type situation. Yeah. Also just there for the love of the game. Um, and I think we went like two and eight, maybe one and nine the first year. Second year, we got a little better. We got like three and seven. 
The year after that, we were four and six. And then last year we went eight and two and won the league. Wow. So it was just like, Congratulations, it was just like I'm watching like, I've watched, watched these women work so hard. Wait, same team or did you, you, you bring in some? Uh... Yeah, right. So we brought in Shaq's sister and we, uh, no, same team, That's same team. It was just awesome. like, when you practice for four years, you're probably going to get better. Yeah. yeah. As a team too. Exactly. And uh, everyone's Commitment. committed. Have you guys watched Bad News Bears recently? I haven't. I mean, it's, does it hold up? Does it hold up? It's good, but I mean, they're, it's like super, they, they're like a lot of racial slurs. Sign of the times, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like, it's almost better because they're calling it out, you know? It's not like they're just using them insensitively. It's like they're acknowledging the differences and saying it yeah. in a way. Whereas now it feels, I don't know. You can't say that now. Yeah, you can't say that Well, now. that, yeah, now or it would be We'd like, past if, that. if they did say it, it would be problematic versus like, in this, it's just, I don't know, the kids just know what where they're divided and all that oh, kind I of see. stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But like, and then like Walter Matthau's their coach and he's like fucking drinking, like drinking and driving with the kids in the car and shit. Do the jokes hold up? Is it funny? Yeah, it's funny. Good. Yeah. That's oh, good that's good. Yeah. Uh, three Men and a Baby kind of holds up. It does. The did, only thing did you that, see that recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The only thing that upset me the most is... Um, how Ted Danson portrays himself as an actor. Uh, <laughs> just because it's just like, he's just so like lovey-dovey and then he has like a really nice place and he's like, you know, yeah, he's yeah. a huge star and I'm like, eh, nah, I don't know Ted is, Danson. I don't know about this Ted Danson. He's a bigger star in real life while that movie came out than he was acting. The actor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you remember the ghost uh, story behind yes. three minutes? Did you see the ghost while you were watching the movie? Um, there was like a, a baby fell out the window when they were shooting it, perhaps. Right, right, right. And it was behind the curtain, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I keep forgetting what scene that's in. Didn't spot I, it? I didn't spot it. No, rats. but then you like read the, the real thing behind that, and it's just like there's a big bird on set. Sure. And oh, that somebody was... dropped a hot dog. You know, it's just like you just read that shit, and you're like, yeah. oh, that's it? I yeah. thought it was a better ghost story than that. Right. right. Not the, like the hanging himself at Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. That was the big bird, I think. That's yeah. the big bird. When yeah. the grip like got mad and was like, I'm going to hang myself in the background. That's what I heard. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. Doesn't mm, see big it. bird. No, nah, there's just like a big dodo bird like wandering right. around the set. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like somebody thought the fucking guy hung himself or some shit. Somebody get your dodo bird. The dodo ah, bird's in shot. the dodo bird's in shot again. <laughs> How do you not pay attention to the dodo <laughs> bird? An extinct f- bird is yeah, running around yeah. on set. Why are we filming in dodo bird country is the question, you know? I'm hey, sure. that is. I mean, that's always the question. It's a dodo friendly set. What are we going to do? MGM's trying to save money. Um, do you guys want to hear the song? The song from the from the workout. Oh yeah, oh, finally. Uh, I recently I recently downloaded uh, "Stop Dragging My Heart Around" Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty. Mm. Threw that on there, and I listened to that on repeat. Um, and then uh, let's see what else. I got a uh, legend has it run the jewels. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. What about you guys? Um, workout songs. Yeah. Um. It depends. If I'm doing like heavy lifts, get real. Um, I listen to like old, like '90s R&B. Whoa, like, Keep sweat. Like yeah, like slow jams. Like why? Jodeci. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jodeci. Just so you could sit in it. Kind yeah, of? I love. Well, that's like my favorite music of all time. We can talk about that. So I would sit and just listen to like you know. Um, keep, Let me lick you <laughs> up and down. Seriously, shy. Till you say and stop. And it just it just keeps it. Everything just stays at the same pace if I'm going I heavy. I get so weak in the knees, I can hardly. I should yeah. probably stand up. And get you know what? Yeah, that is good so for then, you. So like heavy lifts, I'll, I'll go smooth jams. Okay. Uh, oh, that's great. And then if it's just like a you know fast pace, whatever, then it's usually usually some Kanye, usually some Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Rap. 
Yeah. No, yeah. like a Pantera or like like that I, kind of hard I'll stuff. I'll go hard Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. I'll do Rage, but I, I don't do Pantera. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. go Rage. Yeah, I've never yeah. been a metal fan. Not to say that I have anything against it, but it's yeah. never like come into my life. Have you guys ever had metal phases? No, no never. I mean, only, um, what, remember with like Public Enemy uh-huh. and Anthrax did like- <laughs> Sure. Yeah, if there was, a, there was a hip-hop edge, I would. Yeah. Right. Cross- I, Limp Bizkit. You're a big Limp Bizkit guy, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you're I a Bizkit? I did just hear guy. like uh, Nookie recently, and I was like, <laughs> eh, it's not bad. <laughs> I heard Faith recently. The, the cover, the George Michael cover, is like, yeah, sure. Yeah, why yeah. not? Hey, I get it. Still holds up. Yeah, like the rhymes are kind of shitty, but like- There's a reason. There's a reason why those songs were hits. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would like uh, who who's that like Armenian band that's like really hardcore System of a Down. Mm. I like a song and two of theirs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that yeah. Wake up, seven, 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 seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. That's great. Yeah, I'm into I'm that. I'm already too. pumped just singing the song that yeah, I don't know. That was pretty good. <laughs> Why and don't you just try? And then it slows down. Yeah, yeah that was cool. cool. The heart of the song. That's yeah. when it slows down to. Yeah. That's, ridiculous. that's where I do the deadlift. <laughs> that's where yeah, I do the heart. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where, where I do like, mix up. Yeah, <laughs> that's my Olympic lifts. That's funny. And then <laughs> some the, Marilyn the Manson I would listen really? to. Really? Yeah, like The Beautiful People. Yeah, that one I didn't hate that. And I like the Dope Show album. Mm hmm. Where it's like all kind of funky and. Oh, yeah. Weird. That had a conspiracy. That. Was Mr. Belvedere's son turned into Marilyn Manson? Did you guys ever hear that one? I heard that I one. I did hear that Yeah. yeah. It's great that and this also just traveled. And also Paul from um, Paul Wonder Pfeiffer. Years. Paul yeah, yeah, Pfeiffer yeah. <laughs> was also Marilyn Manson. I also heard Milhouse from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that Venn diagram of those four people makes so much sense. That is so oh, funny. Man. Yeah. Uh, Billy, what about you, music? I mean, Run the Jewels 2. I saw you had Run the Jewels 3. Run the Jewels 2 for me was... Went, I went hard. You went hard on that. Yeah, that yeah. album was great. Um, do you know the song uh, by Cannabis? Do you guys remember the rapper Cannabis yes. back in the day? <laughs> yes. Second round knockout. It was when he was talking shit to LO Cool J. LO yes. Cool J and then LO Cool J did the Can I Bus and all that stuff. Cannabis but won, as cannabis, far as I'm concerned. Cannabis, cannabis got fucking the, Mike Tyson with him to sing, right? He was Cannabis was like, <laughs> for me, like I'm a big rap fan, and Cannabis was the one who was too smart for hip hop. He was just simply like, his rhymes were like so complex and like really like overly complex at times that it was just like, you're never going to like have a radio hit. (laughs) But like, it's great. Like get pissed workout music. Ooh. I mean, he made Wyclef sound hard. Wyclef produced that beat and it was like, what the hell? Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, fight music, like Tupac, Hail Mary. Like it's like all that kind of just like where it's like you mean mug. Yeah. Yeah. Mean mug during biceps. Give me all that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like Chance the Rapper, like he's my favorite rapper currently, but it's not the right workout music for me. That's like when I just want to be happy and joyful. Oh, that's, that's after you got out of traffic and the one-on-one is free. Yeah, exactly. Then you put Chance on and you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now I got to go get lollipops for my family. Exactly. (laughs) Coloring books for everybody. Yeah. Vince Staples, if you guys are familiar with Vince Staples, he's a pretty know. pissed off rapper. Is he? A very pretty smart and pissed off rapper I listen to a lot. Oh, very cool. No, I don't know. I'll okay. check him out. Sure. Yeah. I gotta yeah. check it out. Ooh, these are good hits. Good yeah. hits. Good hits. Do you guys uh, always wear headphones when you work out? I don't. I Same. never do. Yeah, I try I not actually, to as well. actually... Um, I'd rather have music playing, which is why I like working out in my garage mm-hmm. or um, like at a gym that's like set to music. Right. That already has that yeah. taken care of. Yeah. Because I never, I don't, and I never consider the music that's playing. Like I find myself like leaving the gym and finally hearing the song for the first time. I guess it's just like that tunnel vision, like we're here to work. Yeah. 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 I, it can be a distraction for me because I'll, I'll let myself listen to it during kind of warm up. And then once I get started on my lifting, I have to sometimes take it off because I need to focus on what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But for cardio, like I like to have it. Mm -hmm. I weirdly just still don't like, they haven't made headphones 
that are actually comfortable. No? Mm, no wireless? Not, have you messed with any wireless? All I have, that? but like, even just like having a dangly thing from my face mm-hmm. or it can like come out, um, you know, my ears change shape. Do you have I earbud problems? My girlfriend, earbuds don't fit in her ears. That, I could have that problem. Okay. Your ears change shape? I'm just kidding. But right. like, <laughs> I feel like when I'm moving, they'll gotcha. fall out. Right. And then I'll try to push them in deeper and then that feels painful. You got like flappy elephant ears, I right? Have, yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's like I have big gauges, but I've never gotten those <laughs> earrings. You might as well get they, the gauges, yeah, guy. I'm like, what are you waiting for? You got yeah. the ears. They flop down. So like sometimes if I have to tell Eugene something, like I'll just lift up his floppy ear and like <laughs> yeah. whisper Like a little mouse. Yeah, yeah, just so like whispering can, in the elephant's ear. Yeah, so you can hear it, you know. I also wear a necklace that has a barrel on it that actually has all these <laughs> drinks that you need. So yeah. if you ever get stuck on a snowy <laughs> yeah. mountain somewhere. Right. Yeah, I help you out. Yeah, that's it's nice to have. Um, Okay, so now you're in LA. Yeah. Now you are working out at um, 24 Hour Fitness 24 by Dark Light. That's right. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So then, how did you find your team out here, your workout team? Like Amir and Ben and them? Yeah, or even because well, is there more people in that team? There's a few others, but um, they, you guys don't know them, but they were guys that, so. We'll I, be the judge of that. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's totally valid. <laughs> um, Who are they? Some guy, Ryan Glennon. Don't know. Yeah, why would nah. you? Why would you? Yeah. Um, moved out here, and first thing was that me and my girlfriend realized was how do you make friends? Like we have Harvard sailing team, and we have. And no, do the, any of they were any of them work out with you? No. Okay. Nah, nope. A bunch of idiots. A bunch of idiots. Yeah. Some play basketball, but others no one works out. Got um, it. You hear like, that, Chris? You, it's yeah. <laughs> do you hear that, Chris? Are you listening? <laughs> so hit me up. <laughs> um, I started playing basketball, and I met this guy. Like literally, we just go to courts. And just like, just try and hop in games. I Uh didn't know outside of UCB how to meet people. Sure. And met this guy, Ryan Glennon, really great guy. um, Became my first friend. Oh, wait, Ryan. Stop. Nope. Got me. (laughs) Yeah. If if you want to know, you got me. (laughs) Um, And we started working out. And then when he started having success, Amir hit me up and he's like, hey, because he vaguely knew Ryan. Ah. He was like, hey, I want to do that. And then Ben was like, hey, I want to do that. And I was like, all right, if you guys want in, Got it. So that's your crew. That's my crew. That's our crew. Got it. Yeah. And we've been doing it now for six months. And it's so fun to chart specifically Amir's body because Amir is, that everyone knows him, he's like a techie kid. Yeah. And like he, like for the longest time, he was like a bit of like a, like a menchie nerd on college humor. Yeah. But he is an athlete and he's good at basketball and he loves sports and he's smart and he's committed to things and- he wanted in. And so now he's six or seven pounds heavier of like real muscle. His YouTube videos now get com- comments about his arms, which is my favorite part now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was saying that. <laughs> I saw yeah. them. I was like, you have to, like, this is the agreement. You have to send me a screen grab of every single compliment your arms get because it makes me laugh so hard every single time. That's and so good. Little, I mean, big surprise, Amir was all too ready to say yes to taking pictures of compliments <laughs> of his arms. Amazing. He already had them. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I can Back scroll clock, through these. Yeah. Uh, How do I, I mean, text you a folder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, just open my Google Drive. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true and uh, it's working. That's so great. Yeah. Uh, what about prior to that six months? Who were you? Who were you working out with? Just, Just me. You. Just me. Oh, so this is like you're excited because you're back in the got team your team. Town. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I, I mean, I also enjoy working out by myself. I also enjoy like going to movies by myself. There's something about like just doing things on your own and like finishing them where you're like, that was good. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Um, but everything's better with a partner. Hey, Eugene and Stanger of the Dumbbells here. Beep beep. What's up, everybody? Hey, Stanger, have you heard of WorldCampusInfo.com? I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Well, it is Penn State's World Campus. Yeah. 
basically what it is, guys, is it allows you to earn your Penn State degree online from anywhere in the world. Yeah, and, and they have a, um, a pretty big online campus community, so it feels like, you know, you're still doing the school thing. Yeah, it's like, it's Penn State. So yeah. you still get, you still have the school spirit, you're still part of the university, but you can just, you can do it from anywhere at your own time. Right. There's over 125 graduate and undergraduate degrees and certification programs. Um, and it's one of the top 10 online graduate pro- programs in business education, engineering, technology by U.S. News and World Report. Not bad. All you have to do is go to worldcampusinfo.com to check it out. And listen, like, I, like I'm busy, Eugene's busy, everybody, Quincy's busy. Yeah, my little son is busy. And, you guys uh, are busy. If you want to advance your degree or even get a fresh start, yeah. this is the way to do it. You can set your own pace, which is cool about it. Yeah, and, and if you didn't finish your degree, uh, Quincy hasn't even started his degree. He started So he, he hasn't finished his, um, and, and maybe it's because you're an adult or a infant, but either way... You Most likely it. an adult. Probably. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, you're, you're, adult. you're an adult. You're yeah, probably yeah, an adult. You're, yeah, an, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. an adult. So, um, but you can learn um, how Penn State World Campus can help you reach your educational goals by visiting worldcampusinfo.com. Yeah, get on it, guys. I know we briefly mentioned it for a second, but uh, what, is your, what is your, and we mentioned the split, what is your split for these workouts? Because you do it uh, 8.30. Yep. Is it how many days a week? Four, realistically five, if we really want to push. And then what's your split for the week? So we'll do back and buys on Monday. We'll uh-huh. do chest and tries on Tuesday. We'll do shoulders um, and maybe we'll incorporate legs or we might just keep it as shoulders and kind of like all the extras like forearms and like focusing on a specific spot that we didn't hit, obliques maybe. Uh-huh. Then we'll do legs and then we'll do cardio. Got legs it. on Thursday, cardio on Friday. That's a perfect week if we pull it off like okay. that. And then within that, we'll do... Call for back and buys as an example. We'll usually start with the larger muscle group. So we'll start with usually our back and we'll do probably like five exercises that target like your lats, your lower back, uh, all sorts of just like targeting specific parts of the muscles. And then we'll do about three to four biceps because at that point, those two muscle groups are exhausted. Sure. And then we'll do about 10 minutes of core every day. Got it. So that'll be that. And we'll just mimic that where it's like five exercises of the larger muscle group to begin every day and then three to four of the smaller muscle group. And if we just feel like we didn't get the burn we wanted, we'll throw in another one. So then what happens if you're, you end up doing four days, you guys just skip the cardio day? Sometimes we will. I mean, like realistically, everyone has like pretty freelancey jobs where Uh our schedules change pretty routinely. So it's always safe to assume that somebody had to take a day off and that can also be their day to make up for that. Uh Um, But when we do do cardio days, it's, that's usually my least favorite day, but then we'll steam afterwards, but that'll be a Friday when we go in and it's like, we'll basically do like a half mile sprinting on the, or like close to a sprint on the treadmill, hop off, do like a really high intensity workout, whether it's like 50 burpees or something, and then jump right back on the treadmill, do another half mile, like, maybe a quarter mile faster. And then we just go until we sprint a mile at the end and then steam and drink a lot of water. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. It's pretty, it's pretty routine. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It kicks oh, our you ass. guys talked about, um, uh, or Amir brought up the, uh, the sled. Oh yeah. It killed him. It almost killed yeah. him. This, yeah. It almost realistically yeah, killed him. exploded his head like a little melon on the ground. <laughs> yeah. He was in the body factory holding the wall and then he just found himself on the floor. <laughs> yeah. It's like he had never, he has no history of fainting in his family. It's like insane. Yeah. Yeah. I introduced him to the sled, which was in rugby. It was so much worse than what we do, but at 24 hour fitness, there is a kind of a crossfitty up, upstairs. Okay. Like functional so, space. Yeah. Functional space used to have tires, um, has sled. They got rid of the tires cause of someone with PTSD. It was, uh, really shocking them every time the tire would hit the ground. 
So they got oh, rid of the shit. tires, which is pretty wild. Um, they had done a lot of hard tire workouts or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back again, no, people were dropping tires on me. <laughs> Um, but then, yeah, so we started with the sled and for me, rugby was, you have to push it a hundred yards with the fattest guy on the team standing on it. And so it was like 30 yards in, you're literally on your knees, like near vomit and your coach is in your ear screaming at you. So I knew that this was always the worst thing. Sure. So we do that on leg days as the final exercise. And yeah, one guy's thrown up. One guy's had to sit out for a day afterwards and I'm here fainted. So now we no longer do the sled. And <laughs> that then, is so... funny enough, Gabrus, when he heard that story, said, hey, can I start working out with you guys? I want to do the sled with you. So it's like some people hate it and some people gravitate sure. immediately towards it. Of course, Gabrus wants it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. But of um, course, Gabrus wants it on Yeah. That. I want Gabrus to come in so he could teach us powerlifting because yeah. he like did that. He did. Yeah. He, he, he competed. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like he was putting up like 300 pounds in serious weight. Yeah. yeah. He's it. You got to convince him. He needs it. Yeah. He, he does need He it needs right a now. team. Like, I mean, he wants to do it like it's there for him, and then he just needs to be consistent He does about need it. a team. I agree. I think that, that I completely agree. And he's actually been texting me saying, like, when are we starting? And my stupid ankle, I can't work out for a little longer. Oh, uh, yeah. But so he's, like, in. I how can, did you roll? Playing basketball? Yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid. I think it's my ankle, but I'm afraid about my Achilles, and that's kind of a scary thing. I know you guys aren't doctors. You established yeah. that at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> you were not. But yeah. if you have any advice. Had you got? Have you got Wednesday, X-ray. Got it. Yeah. I gave it a week, which is probably too long to let the swelling go down and to see what this injury actually is. Yeah. And now it just feels like, I don't know, like a bone might have moved in my foot or something. It's just like not healing the right way. It's the back of your heel? Yeah. It's like where the side of the outside of my foot meets the heel meets the Achilles. It's all like all the black and blue went away except for there. Oh, and it's not plantar fasciitis where it's like, it's no, not like no, on my no. heels to my toe. It's really like a bone. It almost feels like a pretzel nugget is sticking out the side of my foot. Black Oof. and blue though. Yeah. Like that purple, yeah. that like second act black and blue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely get the get, x-ray already. Get the x-ray. And get, you're probably to get an MRI. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, they'll do an x-ray first, which they won't be able to tell anything. And then, have, and then they'll let you get the MRI. But yeah. Yeah. Do MRI. you guys have a history of injuries? Yes. Do yeah. you? I just got a, um, uh, a scope down on my right knee. Whole, is that why you couldn't do Tough Mudder? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. How'd that go? Good. Good. Yeah. It's been like seven weeks now. Six, seven weeks. Holy. Uh, yeah. I do physical therapy once or twice a week. And then now like training. What was it from? Um, just wear and tear from, mm-hmm. it was an old ACL injury from high school. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, you know, uh, rehabbed it. Felt pretty good for the last, you know, 20 years. And then... Shelf life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's just like all of the lifting weights, all of that stuff, just like, you know, mm-hmm. it started hurting when I did like Bulgarian squats. And then mm-hmm. uh, I stopped doing that. And then it started hurting just doing regular squats. It's not the exercise. Yeah. It's the knee. Yeah. Right, right, so right. So it was just like, let's get this cleaned out. And now it feels good. And I'm starting to put like, you know, doing body weight stuff with it, you know, but I'm I'm really itching to like put a bar on my back mm-hmm. so bad oh you haven't done it yet no mm-hmm. you know because i'm trying to be smart about it because again i am getting older i'm like i shouldn't i don't need to jump to it right like, i have the rest of my life to well because he's trying to <clears throat> he had specific like biomechanics that were causing the wear and tear so now he's trying to re yeah relearn how to move so right. that- recreate his body again yeah because right. it was like 20 years of like even though i did rehab and you know i was like 16 when i did it when i had the acl injury did so you tear like, it? Did you tear your ACL? Yeah, I tore my ACL. <sighs> 16, that's um, such a young age. Yeah, so then it was one of those things where even though I went to physical therapy, you know, by the time I was in college and I was doing stuff, 
if it started hurting, I just took weight off of it uh-huh. and started leaning on my left side. That's so then all of a sudden my my hips are not aligned. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I go to the gym now and I'm just doing body weight squats and they're like, lean to the right. I'm like, but that means I'm leaning that's, to the right. Yeah, that's and incorrect. Like, I'll fall over. Yeah, they're like, no, you you're straight now. Well, this I go, is my con- I am. This is my concern with my foot because you you can find ways of walking differently. Yes, and then suddenly you're pulling on all the tendons in your leg and like your knee starts clicking and it's like you can't fuck with the feet. Yes. You know, like those need to be perfect for the rest of your body to be in line. And I can already feel doing that exact same thing where you're yeah. just walking. It's like, I'm just like cheating to my right. And that's and, a very bad instinct. And then once you start cheating, then that feels normal. Yeah. So then once all of that feels normal, then every, your whole alignment is off. Right. Why does my ass have like, why do I have a pain in my ass? And yeah. it's like, that's related to your foot. Cause you've been. Yeah. I yeah. have a hard time. Um, fire, my, the knee injuries in my right knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a hard time firing my left glute because I'm so used to like relaxing it right. to lean. Yeah. It's and a bad show bad. off your butt. It's always the right side. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shoot me See, on my good side. Yeah. Like, yeah. Only show the right cheek. I and always like, we got to get that left going. I go buddy. right show. I go, oh, That's I go so back, back to camera over the right shoulder <laughs> showing the right buttock. You need yeah. a trainer who specializes in the left ass cheek. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like go on Craigslist for that. <laughs> I just need this cheek. Just, uh, there'll be somebody. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, go yeah. on Craigslist for that. I could help you with that. <laughs> ass problems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, let's see if there's anybody else who has some problems. But before that, before there's any problems, let's give some people some love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit came in hot. That was good. Sounded good. That came in hot. Guys, that sound is our five-star motivational marker. Uh, we're coming in hot at 55 minutes already through the Ooh, podcast. Woo. So we're wrapping this up pretty soon. But before we do... Uh, we want to give some love to the people who have rated and reviewed us five stars on iTunes. Love to the people that are giving us love. Yeah, and uh, and who enjoy the podcast and our listeners. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you, and we hope that with this little marker, this little nudge, uh, that if you've been listening to this and you feel inspired by what Billy's saying, what we're saying, uh, that maybe you would start at this moment to start exercising, maybe. maybe going for a walk, maybe going for a hike, maybe just like, you know, doing some jumping jacks in your house. Who knows? 10 push-ups, 10 whatever. push-ups. Hey, we're not saying it's a mandate. No, it's not a must. It's not a must. We never tell you what to do. Yeah. We're just saying it could be a time to do it. Now, maybe, maybe. maybe. Listen to how hard our voices are. Listen it's, to how much higher our voices, voices are. It just doesn't, it's not a, we're not dad coming in here saying like, Fucking work out. Hey, Billy, has your voice gone up because of this? No, not at all. See, I don't even know what see, you guys are That's what we're saying. We're, we're saying. saying. Just consider exercise. <laughs> just think about it. It's been 55 minutes. Maybe yeah. when you pressed play on this podcast, because you've listened to this a bunch, you started exercising already. Awesome. Great. Then you're 55 fucking minutes in. Way to go. We appreciate that we you're doing We love it. So. Snap a pic. Send yeah. it to us. Pics or it didn't happen. If we don't see the picture, it didn't happen. We'll retweet it with the hashtag pic proof. To be honest, there's no way we would know you do it unless you send us yeah, a picture. Yeah, that's the only proof there that's is. That's the only proof there is. But there's also proof that you like the show by giving us five-star reviews. So we're going to call you out specifically, uh, each of you, to give you some motivation. Uh, who wants to start? You want to start? I'll start. Stanger? Okay. Great. My sugar, sweetness in the gym, sweetness in the weight room, sweetness in life, and sweetness with that nutrition because it's describing something that's good and not some junk that you eat. Well done, Stanks. Nice. That's some motivation. Do you want to do the next one? Do you want to do the next one or do you want me to do the next one? You you should finish strong. Want me to do the next one? Hey, 
Pressure's sure. on. Okay. Ready? I'm going to provide them with some motivation. Yes, yes, you will. Let's go. Let's go. Your screen name might be Navi Little 97, but there is nothing little about what you're capable of, Navi. You start, you work out, you keep going, you commit to it, you check back in with this podcast every week. We will be here for you. We believe that you are destined for greatness. Go get them, Navi Little 1997. Well, wow. well, well. Look well, who's really good at this. Look who uh, <laughs> uses his math in a good way. <laughs> Nerd alert. <laughs> yeah, uh, me rambling about my shit. You know what I mean? That was good. Can sassy 77 stay sassy? Stay 77? <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I figured, uh, you know what let's I mean? not finish strong. <laughs> let's just finish accurate. Who's not motivated by saying stay 77? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, God bless you for making the guests look good. <laughs> That's my job, for buddy. Real well <laughs> Thank you, Eugene, for way, that. Way to end poorly. Uh, no, it was great. It was great. I mean, it's kind of Can Sassy's going to love that. Can Sassy just, I mean, the name alone is great. Yeah. Kansas. Kansasi, yeah. I get it. You're doing it. Let's just give you a shout out for your name alone. And then the fact that 77 happened. Yeah, man. Stay 77. Stay 77. Who can't relate to that piece of motivation? <laughs> stay. Hey, man. Stay hey, 77. What happened? Why'd you turn your life around? A uh, guy in a podcast told me to stay 77. And so, you you know, look just, great. Yeah, it rang true. I'm staying 77. Hey, I'm staying yeah. 77. Look at his I'm staying 77. I'm staying 77. To 2077. Yeah, man. Uh, If you want to hear your iTunes handle read out loud with a custom piece of motivation like Can Sassy 77, Stay Sassy, Stay 77, all you have to do is rate it. Hey, don't steal my shit, bro. (laughs) All you have to do is rate it. Rate us and review us five stars on iTunes and we'll come find you. Yeah. Also, really quick challenge. When is it end of the challenge? It's coming soon. Yeah. So challenge is winding down. New Year's Summer Challenge. We're asking everybody out there that's listening or people that want to participate in the challenge to try something new every week, take a picture of themselves, send it to us, prove to us that they're doing it on social media by any means necessary, and uh, we're going to pick a winner at the end of this challenge, and the winner gets a uh, Dumbbells hoodie. Nice. So right now, it's still between Stephen Perlstein and Andy Hester, although Sarah G is another one that's been doing really good, too, so... Uh, maybe her, maybe one other one out there, but those three are doing really well. So stay on it, guys. We're, guys, we're watching closely. And we're winding down here. So, uh, and then we're on to our next challenge, which will happen in September. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be squats in September. Squats in September. Ooh, so, daddy. Uh, so, Ooh, daddy. Uh, we might have to get in some legs. All right. Sounds but, good. But uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, New Year's Summer Challenge. Keep it going, guys. We're watching close. But cool. Um, why don't we help somebody... Um, that has sent us an email at askthedumbbells at gmail.com in our weighing in segment. More music. Do you know that song? I feel like I just entered a saloon. <laughs> Bunch of pretty dames. <laughs> Howdy. Do, do, like, do cowboys call girls dames? I'm really struggling for vocabulary. Yeah, when I, took yeah. on, I took on that character knowing that it wasn't going to be pretty. Because saloon, I was like, okay, saloon, saloon, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoping yeah. you were going to just focus on the howdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought yeah. the dames was going to slide dames, away. I'm like, oh, wait, what time period is this? <laughs> yes. I, yeah, it's kind of a Westworld thing. Yeah, so if yeah. You're like a host, you don't know what's what. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fair. A lot of different things. Do you like the band Fish? Oh, uh, yeah, I do like the band Fish. Do that you really? Fish. I do. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, that was Fish. That was, uh, uh, 
way by fish. Mm. I'm not personally a fan. You yeah. Do, do you dislike fish? Don't dislike them. Okay. Just Definitely. not a fan. Just not a fan. I do like that song, and uh, I could probably jam out to some of their stuff. Have you ever gone to a fish concert? No, I, I would do that, though. I have. I love it. Yeah. Do you do drugs? I do drugs. I'm surprised you haven't been to a fish concert. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I mean... Yeah, like yeah, maybe I, you know, I could do some mushrooms and go to a fish concert. You certainly, could. you certainly could. You yeah. certainly, certainly could. I'd fit in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who you? Who are you? Oh, yeah. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. This is about right now. It's not about me. It's about Jennifer. For, Jennifer. We'll say Jennifer. I won't say her full name. Um, okay. Hey guys, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I started listening to you guys during a peak of my fitness journey. I was going to a small focused uh, boxing gym three times a week and running and walking for about 34 minutes on the treadmill on the weekends. I was tracking my calories for the most part uh, with the help of my Fitbit. I began my fitness journey over a year ago at 212 pounds and I'm 5'8". I'm now teetering between 165 and 160. The reason I began this weight loss journey was because I got diagnosed with the autoimmune disease Hashimoto's uh, thyroiditis. When I got diagnosed, I was honestly relieved. For so long, I thought I was just lazy. I would work an eight-hour shift at Dunkin' Donuts and then go home and sleep for five hours, wake up, eat and shower, then go back, uh, then go back. And then go to bed and repeat, the, repeat that the next day. I used to think, okay, I guess it's just how I am. But my doctor was able to get me on the right dosage of medication. I finally started taking care of my body, and I feel like a completely different person. The issue that I'm running into now is embarrassment. I still want to lose another 20 pounds, and I feel embarrassed about this. I feel wrong for chasing an aesthetic. This has started affecting me so much, it's triggering my emotional binge eating habits again. Going out to dinner with friends, which is almost a weekly occurrence, is becoming such an emotional battle with me. I don't want to be the one to order the salad and have someone ask why I ordered that and not a burrito. Um, I don't even want to have to say I'm trying to lose weight, but then I'll order the burrito and feel guilty for days. And none of this is to say uh, that my friends are judgmental people. In fact, my weight loss uh, really kickstarted a few of them into their own fitness journeys. I've watched some of my best friends uh, turn down a plate of chips and openly say, no thanks, I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, I will also mention at the moment I'm not working out as much because I'm in the middle of uh, training for a new position at work and moving away from my family at the, for the first time. However, I do plan on getting back into my boxing gym and I plan on taking full advantage of the gym um, my new apartment provides as soon as I'm settled. I know I can lose the weight, I've proven to myself that I'm capable of it. I just don't know how to get over this mental block that I've put up. Is it something that I'm just going to have to deal with in order to fully commit? Thank you for creating such a motivating podcast that helps me feel empowered and control my lifestyle changes. Great. And Um, that's Jen. This is from Jennifer. Jennifer. Great. Uh, Congratulations on the weight loss already. Yo, for real. That's a serious weight. That's that's a serious number. A great number. Well done. Um, And you know what? Life gets... Um, life happens and it's okay to live life. So yeah, of course, new job, new apartment, life, things are happening. Of course, um, you're thinking that, uh, the workout has to take a back seat. Um, it doesn't, uh, but the mentality that you have in front of your friends is the thing that we should probably focus on the most because that's the thing that you want to focus on the most, Jennifer. So, um, first, first and foremost, if people are proud of you and you've, you've helped other people start their journey, then nobody is going to judge you on what you're going to order at a restaurant. If anything, everybody just wants to be social. Um, We're sitting around this table right now being social, into microphones, Mm -hmm. drinking water, and nobody's judging each other. I mean, Billy has like a 40 underneath this um, table, and he's 
drinking been, a lot of beer. I mean, but, I've been drunk, Jen. Yeah. I've been drunk the duration of this yeah, interview. Yeah, but full disclosure. But um, you know, ultimately, it is about you. And if you feel bad for eating that burrito for four days, none of your friends feel bad about you eating those burri- that burrito for four days. So don't eat it because mm-hmm. uh, it's better for you to feel great for those four days mm-hmm. and feel good in your life than it is for you to feel bad just so you can fit in socially, which I don't even feel like they care. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, she seems like she kind of knows that, yeah. right? I don't know. Billy, what do you think? Um, I think that you, the best way to live your life is to uh, do the things that you want to do that make you happy and make you feel proud of your decisions. It's like we can make momentary decisions where we think that this is absolving ourselves of being awkward in the moment, but we're just setting up minefields for down the road. This seems exactly like something like that. Yeah. I find that I'm most proud of myself when I go against the grain or I do something that maybe doesn't make me feel good, um, but I know that it's for my own self-care. And if she believes that she has a goal and she has a mission, she wants to lose 20 more pounds, there's nothing wrong with that if that comes from an authentic place at all. And so go after your goals. Don't feel guilt in telling people who you are and what you want. Yeah. And I think, I think that's Easier said thing, than done. Make no mistake. Easier, said, easier than done, said than done. But that's but a piece of motivation. A thing that, um, that you bring up that is great that um, we don't focus on enough is being proud of those choices. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, because yeah. people make choices to eat better or to eat you know, whatever, or they want to make themselves happy, quote unquote happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this burrito would make me happy. What, it could make you happy, but are you proud right. that it makes you happy? And if you're not proud that it makes you happy, then maybe it doesn't make you happy. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't be embarrassed by your things that make you happy. I, I agree. Um, so if you can be proud of the workout, if you could be proud of, you know, if, if you play a game, like, if you do a rugby match, or you do a basketball game, or you do a Tough Mudder, or you, like... Um, you know, do the first time that you do a hike mm-hmm. with your friends and after that you eat a pizza and you're proud that you need to eat that food, yeah. you will feel proud and you'll eat that pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you that's always, fine. I just always want to go home knowing that I was, I was the man that I want to be. Sure. You know, at the end of the day. I learned that, it sounds like a funny place to learn it, but I went to Burning Man about 12 years ago and I remember being around such freaky, different people that I've never been around before in my life and recognizing that these were some of the happiest, most like self-assured human beings I've ever come across. And I had to almost like leave society to see it. Right. I was like, oh, I'm going to carry that with me when I go home. I'm going to carry that spirit where it's like, I don't care if you think this is unpopular. I don't care what you might think. Like I have to like do what makes me happy because I only have one life. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned in the Jennifer, you mentioned in there that you have these same friends who you've inspired that you've seen them turn down a plate of chips and say, no, I'm, I'm watching what I'm eating. And I would, every time you're faced with this situation to where you're starting to feel like a little bit of guilt come in, or you don't want to be the one person that orders a salad, remind yourself how you feel personally when those people turn down the chips it probably doesn't bother you. I'm assuming, or you wouldn't have put it in there. And you seem to remind yourself of that because I think we, we, we make it worse in our minds than it is. You think, oh God, and then they're going to ask me and then I'm going to say, I'm watching what I'm eating mm-hmm. and then they're going to feel guilty for ordering their burritos and it's just going to be this bummer and I want to be a bummer. And I, I totally get that. I feel like that sometimes too. I think you need to put yourself back in your own shoes 
when that's happened to you and it doesn't bother you. And I think there's even like little tricks you can do. If somebody says like, how come you're not going to get a burrito? You can just say, you know what? I had a big breakfast. Mm, you don't yeah. even have to go in the specifics of like, I'm trying to lose weight. Mm. Cause I've been there where it's just like, you know, I'm counting my calories. And I don't want to have my, mm-hmm. got my Fitbit out and all that. And people are like, get all fucking burned out by it. So you just say, you know, I had a big, I had a big breakfast, but I wanted to be with you guys. Slick. So yeah. I'm just going to get a little salad. You slick. Know? Very yeah. slick. And there's like this little ways around it, but I would say challenge yourself to continue to like, like Eugene and Billy were talking about, be your best self, right? The self that you want to be, the self that you're proud of. And don't skip out on going to these lunches because you're going to have to face it at some point anyway. And eventually it's going to get easier and easier and people are just going to know that that's your MO anyway. And it's great to still be with your friends. So like, you know, take that social aspect, you know, don't, don't become a shut in, a shut in because you want to, you know, Get healthier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not going to help. And I'm and I'm with you if you don't want to open that can of worms. And you can find out of like a, a, a way that you can just kind of put the kibosh on it by just offering up a reason that's more vague and less less like you're trying to shame them, which we we know that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great. Well said. All right. Awesome. Uh, if you have a long form question like that, you can uh, go ahead and email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. If you have a shorter form question, that's what our social media is for. Um, that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and that's all at the dumbbells. That's two B's and two L's. Um, and that's when we answer shorter form questions like 140 characters or less on Twitter. And that's our superset. <laughs> Do you like Missy Elliott? Come on. Do yeah. you not see me jiving? Right yeah, now? yeah. He's really jiving. He's drinking his 40 and jiving. <laughs> Timbo and Magoo? Yeah. Timbo and Magoo. <laughs> Come on. Who do you think I am? Bird, bird, bird. The bird, bird is the word. Look to love to love you. I wish I just He's been the man forever. I wish he would have just fucked me just a little sooner. Now I'm rich like Silver Spoon. Uh, okay, this comes to us from at dad has ADD. Okay. <laughs> okay, on the L. Lapkus episode, uh, where the vitamin recomm- recommendations were multivitamin, fish oil, turmeric, and probiotic, were they just for her uh, or for women or were they for anyone? Um, this one I wanted to bring up because uh, we have Billy here. I was curious your supplement recommendations. Mm. but the, And to clarify, they're for everybody. Yeah. Um, those were ones that we both liked that anybody could use. They know no gender. Um, they're pretty down. Those to- vitamins know no gender. <laughs> <laughs> they're very genderless vitamin? Yeah. Right now. Her story vitamins. Yeah. Gender fluid vitamins? Uh, yeah. So Shahihi. Shahihi That's the new way to say it. Uh, God invented math. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, anybody can take them. And I I, I like those ones because they've had some good randomized trials. They tend to like emerge as the ones that people are still taking. A lot of physicians take them and recommend them. Uh, Billy, what do you you like supplement wise? Um, Don't take vitamins per se. I like ingest vitamins via food. So I don't take like pill vitamins, never have. Um, In terms of like uh, workout supplements. I've always taken protein shakes for like the last 15 years. It's just mm-hmm. a fast way for me to take on protein. Yeah. Um, in high school, took creatine, learned enough to tell everyone that I know, don't, maybe don't consider taking creatine. It's basically a lot of water weight and you got a lot of zits and you, it's basically steroids light. At least that was my experience. Um, so I take glutamine and I take protein now. And, okay. And that's really it. Uh, do you take a whey protein or? Yeah, whey protein. Mm-hmm. I don't really, truth be told, I complete ignorance to uh, like the different types of proteins and like synthetic and like natural and stuff like that. I've just never done the research on it. Yeah. I've always just had giant 
tubs on sure. my fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's something I'd be happy to learn more about. And what would, and what is your tub? My tub is muscle milk. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not really brand loyal to many things, but with protein shakes, just if it mixes well, like, yeah. that, like there's just some that just like simply don't mix. And it's like, right. how did this leave the lab? Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, how did this make it to the factory yeah. line? It's like, doesn't mix. How's it still powder it? In, I, in this area. The bottom third is still like yeah. all powder. Like why didn't water penetrate it? So I figured out at least my relationship with uh, muscle milk. Got and, it. But that stuff you've been able to use to water seal your bathroom, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. my driveway was full of cracks. And, yeah. It's yeah. fucking airtight. What'd you cock this with? Like, some fucking <laughs> shitty protein Cookies powder. and cream, bro. Yeah. That's cookies and cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, your 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 driveway's getting thick. <laughs> Did you guys ever take creatine? Did you ever have that face? Yeah, I, I didn't have I didn't have a problem with it. Oh, I didn't put on the water weight, you know, but but I actually like I got some strength benefits from it. But it didn't it didn't. Did they last? Once you once you got off it? No, I dro- I dropped, but I kept a percentage. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so I wasn't like while I was on it, I didn't quite keep everything that I gained from it, but I kept more than I had before. Maybe yeah. like right out the gates, if you're like starting to work out, like and you just need a first push. Is, do you think that's an appropriate time yeah, well, to use it? Yeah, I mean, it? it was also one of those things where uh, you said you took it in high school. Yeah. So like now there's not a loading phase and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you like, I think that initial kind of loading mm-hmm. phase of creatine is the thing that, that like, was so intense. That was so intense. And it, that water weight just came on. It just showed You're on the so scale. Right. It showed on everything. Totally. So then if you do the normal, uh, I think it's like, I can't remember what the grams, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know the dosage exactly, either. But the dosages, but whatever the, re- the required uh, dose, the required dosage after the loading phase, the two week loading phase, whatever mm-hmm. that is. If you just start on that and you're just consistent on that, that seems to already make um, a lot more sense. You, know, you you put on a little water weight, so you, it's again not for scale, but it's for you know like I was taking creatine um, last year just. For like, Kong, right? For when you're Kong, yeah. Buffing up for oh, Kong. There, there you go. Yeah, and, exactly. For something yeah. like that, where you just need like a like a shot. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah, and it was awesome. And then, like you know, right before we started shooting, I you know I got off of it and lost a little bit, so that you know, right. I didn't look so. Well, that's the thing. Puffy. You look like yeah. jacked yeah, when yeah, you put it yeah. on. That's what I told Amir. I was like, we should just like have a fun week where we just like design you to be like exactly what you look like. I was like, there's supplements out there that can get you cut and jacked in one week if you want to just be the lab rat yeah and like five seconds passed and then he said no but those five seconds <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. well because yeah and then you'd stick to it and then like you'd be off of it for a couple of months and right. then go back on and, and you'll still gain the result you'll just keep the results if you keep on working you try to work the same way mm-hmm. through uh being on creatine and, and off right yeah. just try and maintain the whole yeah. thing you ever mess with glutamine I, I did. I don't do it. I don't do it now, but I did like, uh, you're, I was used to be on a lot more supplements. I've kind of like, I've slowly, but mm-hmm. surely stepped off a lot, but, yeah. um, but yeah, I did it. I like that one too. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as anything new I'm on mostly just like the CBD oil. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, anything too, I take like, uh, the reishi mushrooms, like reishi mushroom extract, huh. mix that into bone broth, you know? Oh man, you wow. sound, your meal yeah, sounds a lot better that. than mine. Yeah. Those ones are good for like your immune system and, you know, and then the bone broth, you know, for like, uh, 
collagen and recovery and all that kind of stuff. Ooh. But I don't, I don't, re- I don't do that as regularly as I'd like. Yeah. Have you guys ever had any brands approach you and be like, "Hey, test our product"? Because I feel like yeah, this well, is the perfect podcast for you guys to actually talk about it, your experience with it. It is actually, if people are interested in supplements, they should check out Take Care Vitamins. Yeah. Uh, dot com and use the promo code dumbbells. Yeah. But that's, care that's of, a, I think it's care of, uh, take care of, take care of.com. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, they do like this whole, you take like a survey and you can figure out which vitamins to take. There you go. Stuff. So that they recommend them and then they, they ship them to you and they have them in daily packets. You mm-hmm. know? So it's like, it's streamlined. Mm-hmm. But I just got a, um, an email from a listener who's a, uh, also a buddy of mine um, who, whose buddy just started a protein powder that has CBD oil in it. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he was like, hey, I might want to contact you. I was like, sweet. Let's <laughs> let's yeah, go. Let's see. Because, you know, I'm taking that too for the pain and for like inflammation and stuff. Uh, CBD oil, which is like, you know. It's a non-psychoactive uh, part of like marijuana. Yeah. Apparently that's one of the most in-demand strains at my local dispensary. People yeah. like really want CBD now. Yeah. They yeah. don't want the hallucinations. They, they just want it. their pain to go and away. And it's so funny because I'm allergic to aspirin, so I can't take any anti-inflammatories. So I go there and every time I go to the dispensary, they're like, yeah, but you want a high? I go, absolutely not. <laughs> right. I literally Can I just do a $700 bong? Yeah. No, like, no. You don't understand. I, I literally just need whatever's going to be Correct. the least. You know, they're like, yeah, but that's like 20 to one. I go, do you have that? And I was like, they're like, yeah. I was like, great. That's what I asked for. I will have that. They're like, what about a one to one? I'm like, I don't need that's a one to one. That's enough. Yeah. 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 But it's funny. God bless them. Yeah. Hey, I love the business. I love how excited they are about selling weed. Always playing yeah. Bob Marley. Always playing Kanye too loud. Yeah. yeah also, yeah. not mad. Real excited about the health benefits that seem a little inflated to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I have a like a gaping flesh wound. They're like, just dump a little of this oil on there, man. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Try this gravity bong, dude. Yeah, put a little soldiers. OG cushion that. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure everything will just mellow itself Everybody out, bro. Everybody will be so chill. <laughs> Your cut will be so chill, bro. <laughs> yeah. So chill. Dude, Abraham Lincoln smoked, dude. Come dude. on. Um, great. Uh, what did I say? Creatine? Crate. 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 Crate and uh, barrel. Cool. Uh, so if you have any short form questions like that, you can um, tweet at us. Yeah. At the dumbbells. Find us at, at the dumbbells. Uh, and you can find us at the dumbbells at everything across social media. Um, yeah. Long form, ask the dumbbells at Gmail. Yeah. Uh, Billy, do you have anything that you'd like to plug? Uh, if you're already on the HeadGum Network, why don't you slide over slide after this over. episode right over to the No Joke Podcast. We have episodes about working out at some point. Uh, we have all sorts of wacky episodes. So uh, give it a listen. Give it a shot. Great. Great. Thank you. Rock and uh, roll. Anything else uh, social media wise? Are you active? Uh, I'm fairly active at Billy Scafuri across all social mediums. Good luck spelling my last name. Um, but yeah, Instagram and Twitter are the main two. And then, good luck. <laughs> I'm not going to spell it out, so good luck. I'm just that's that's my challenge for you guys. I'll check back in in a few months to see how you're doing. Your you may gains. not know how to spell your own name. Yeah. I, I said I had a brother about 30 minutes ago, <laughs> yeah. so anything is possible. And at you're this a numbers point. guy, yeah. right? So yeah. straight numbers. But at No Joke Pod, and I appreciate you guys having me. Nice. Rock and roll. Well, then on uh, on behalf of myself and Eugene, the dumbbells and our wonderful guest today, Billy, we'd like to remind all you folks listening at home to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Your screen name might be Navi Little 97, but there is nothing little about what you're capable of, Navi. You start, you work out, you keep going, you commit to it, you check back in with this podcast every week. We will be here for you. We believe that you are destined for greatness. Go get them, Navi Little 1997. That was a HeadGum Podcast.